Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to a brand new edition of the MMA Plus podcast. I'm your host Andreas Giorgio joined by Roberto Reed and at some point in today's show Barney Calloway for a real retrospective over the past 24 to 48 hours with Bellator announcing that Bellator 158 will be taking place at London's O2 Arena July the 16th. Huge news, of course, not only for mixed martial arts in the United Kingdom, but for Bellator as well, who make their debut in the new territory of England. We've got a stacked show for you guys, as always. We, we make the promises and we do deliver, indeed. You've got on this week's edition an exclusive chat with Josh Koscheck. As you may have heard over the past 24 or so hours at the news that Josh Koscheck's fight against Paul Daly at Bellator 158 could indeed be his last. This is where you heard it first here on the MMA Plus podcast. Me and Barney interviewed Josh Koscheck last week where he spilled the news and we're finally revealing and uh, giving you guys a, a listen to that interview on today's show. But that's not it. That's not it. No, no. Not whatsoever. Because we've also got Fighters Inc.'s very own Joe Long, one of the mans who has been very instrumental in bringing Bellator over for the semi combat and strength weekend in July and having Bellator as that temple event for a weekend which is going to be a huge, huge deal for mixed martial arts. Fedor Emelianenko, Randy Couture, Hoist Gracie all coming over and that's with Fighters Inc. been dealing with Bellator and of course they get to highlight that with a big temple show Saturday night. And to end this week's edition, another man who's been a mastermind and that of course is the president of, of Bellator MMA, Scott Coker. Me and Barney spoke to him early today at the, the press event at the Four Seasons Hotel, and we're going to give you a, a real big snippet of some of the best stuff that Scott Coker had to say about Bellator's event at 1.58 July 16th. So before we get things going, make sure you follow us on social media, at MMA Plus. You can follow us on Facebook as well, MMA Plus TV. YouTube, MMA Plus TV, because there's plenty more Bellator content over there as well. You do not want to miss it. So right, joining us after the break, you can listen exclusively to mine and Barnaby Kellaway's fantastic interview with the man Josh Koschek who faces Paul Daly on July 16th. So we'll see you in a second. Yo baby, this is Bert Watson and you're listening to MMA Plus Podcast, baby, because that's what they do and why they do it all night long. And welcome back guys now to the MMA Plus Podcast and we have a huge, huge lineup this week on the show and, and let's get straight to it now with our very first guest on this week's MMA Plus podcast and it's a genuine pleasure now to speak to a true legend, a true veteran uh, of mixed martial arts, me and Barney now welcoming you to the show, Mr. Josh Koshkek. Josh, welcome to the MMA Plus podcast. Uh, thanks for having me guys, appreciate it. How you doing man? I know uh, you know, you're, you're currently out there, you're, you're in your, your preparations for this summer uh, in in lovely Fresno, California. How is everything for you at the minute? Uh, everything's pretty well with me. Um, you know, I'm just uh, recovering from an injury. Uh, you know, trying to get back uh, full time 
and trying to just uh, do the daily grind of, you know, getting in shape again. Um, I've had about uh, five months off, um, you know, so with an injury and, you know, it's uh, time to start getting back into shape because, uh, you know, we got uh, we got big things to do here, uh, you know, come, uh, come July. So uh, I'm excited about the opportunity to get a chance to get back into the, uh, the cage and, and do some fighting uh, for the first time for Bellator. I know it's been, uh, you know, five months with the injury, which obviously, unfortunately, forced you out the fight with Matt Sikor at Bellator 148. Uh, but, you know, the last time you fought, it has been a while now, you know, uh, the fight against Eric Silva uh, in, the, in the UFC. You know, what, what's the itch like for you at the minute to, to finally get back in that cage and, and get into some competitive mixed martial arts action? Well, for me, you know, it's just another day at the office. Um, you know, I'm trying to, you know, get my get my things back on track. Um you know, it's. Uh, I think I've had a pretty good career. You know, ups and downs throughout it. Um, you know, a lot of downs, a lot of ups. You know, that's just part of the game. Um, but uh, you know, I'm just trying to get back on track. You know, and and, and build big fights. Uh, you know, the only the only fight I think I have left. Uh, you know, in my tank is probably going to be the, the Paul Daly fight. Um, you know, so um, this will probably be my last fight. Um, at this point, you know, I'm going to put everything into the training camp and uh, focus on focus on training for Paul Daly. And, uh, you know, by God, uh, come out of uh, the UK um, <laughs> in, in stinky, you know, smelly UK over there <laughs> <laughs> with shitty with shitty food. Uh, no offense, but, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to come out of there with a victory. Already endearing yourselves to yourself to the UK fans, Josh. I can, I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, it's it's real simple. Uh, you know, actually, the people from the UK don't even like Paul Daly. He's from Nottingham, um, so nobody, I believe, nobody likes those guys up there anyway. So, um, you know, I'll probably be the fan favorite. <laughs> I mean, uh, probably not a good time to mention I'm from Nottingham, but <laughs> you know. Um, you know, Josh. Well, nobody likes you either. <laughs> I'll take that, man. I'll take that. Um, okay, yeah. so you know, obviously, uh, you know, it's a, it's a big fight, man. It's a big fight that everyone's talking about. Everyone's talking about. Well, why the, is it a big fight? I've already kicked his ass once, so I'll, I'll I think just put I you think the bad blood. Yeah, I don't think it's a big fight. I think I think it's it's it obviously is a big fight for him. Yeah. You know, um, I've already kicked his ass. I've had my hand raised the first time we fought. So. Um, and, and it's a big fight for, I guess, his fans and, and the people that, you know, want to see him try to get revenge for getting his ass kicked yeah. uh, the first time and then getting kicked out of the UFC for being a dickhead. So, um, you know, it's uh, so from that perspective, it is a big fight. Uh, but, uh, you know, the way I look at it is he's acting. He's out there walking around like a big tough guy that he's, you know, he, he won the first fight. Um, if I recall, I believe my hand was raised at the end of the fight yeah. and I went on to have a real successful career in the UFC and he was fighting in the small shows. And then uh, let's go to the next point. Uh, he was crying and begging the UFC to get back in. Oh, Hey, I'm this and that, and, you know, and then they never had him, um, you know, so he's bitter. Uh, I don't, you know, I can understand his perspective. He got his ass beat by, you know, a, a, a better fighter the night we fought. So, um, you know, with Paul Daly, you know, he's just a big mouth and uh, I can't wait to shut it up again. So, Josh, let me ask you, if you don't think it's a big fight, and you've already said this could very well be your last fight, and your first fight with Bellator, why are you taking it big, if you don't consider it big? It, it's a big fight, absolutely, you know, but it's, it's, a, it's, 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 his, it's a bigger fight for him. Yeah. You know? uh, I've already kicked his ass, so uh, he's got he's, he's to come in there and he's got to be the one that proves the point. 
You know, so what's the I, I've already point? beat them, and I'm going to beat them, and I'm going to beat them again very easily. Um, and you know, it's just going to be that's the nature of this fight. Uh, you know, he's got uh, he's got some holes in his game still, and you know, and uh, I'm going to exploit those, and uh, I'm going to throw him down. And as far as it, from this is probably going to be my last fight. You know, I can I can honestly say that I I want to beat Paul Daly's ass and go out with a victory. So. Um, you know, this, this probably is going to be my last fight. Um, you know, uh, I, you know, I just, just have had a long career and, uh, you know, I'm to the point where I have other successful businesses that I'm running Yeah. and, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, uh, you know, to the point where it's the trainings, you know, gets harder and harder. So, um, mentally, physically, everything. And, you know, by the end of the day, you know, I want to have, a, I want to be able to, you know, enjoy uh, enjoy my life as far as, you know, not having injuries. I mean, I wake up every day as it is now, um, you know, sore neck, sore back, sore ankles, you know, some days I can barely walk because mm-hmm. my ankles hurt so bad. So that's just part of this game uh, and part of the dedication I, I chose to do and put into this sport. And, uh, you know, I, it, it ultimately is going to be a big fight, but it's going to be, I believe, a bigger fight for him because he's the one that's got to come out here and, and beat my ass because I've already beat his ass. If you do beat or at Paul Daly, try to beat my ass. Sorry, if if you do Excuse beat me? Paul Daly, um, and you think it could be your last fight, but if you beat Paul Daly, who's on a five-fight winning streak, is ranked second, do you not see that that will put yourself in a really strong position in the division, and the no. temptation of having another? I, I don't. I don't care. I don't care about belts. I don't care about the belt or belt. You know, I don't care about the UFC belt. I never, you know, I, I did this because I, I love to compete and I love to go out there and test myself with the best, the best of the best. And, uh, you know, I love to get paid. So, um, <laughs> you know, that's what it's about. Joshua, I, I want to ask you now, obviously, you, you're calling this your last fight. Did you say, excuse me, excuse me, did you say Joshua? No, I say Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing with you. I'm just busting. Don't you don't punch me, man. <laughs> I, I'll get. Are I, you from Not? Are you? Let me ask you this. Are you from Nottingham too? I, I I'm from Nottingham. Yes, I, I was I was born oh in this God. area. <laughs> All right, I this, won't hold that against you. I appreciate. Now, do that, you guys man. do you guys go over? Do you guys go over to Paul Daly's gym and like hang out with him and and, and train with him and stuff no, like that? I, I can't. I can't like say I do. I can't say I do, man. Yeah. So is he liked in his hometown of Nottingham? Um, I mean, you know, I, I've been to the gym a couple times to follow up a story for the the local news on on Paul. Um, I mean, yeah, he's relatively well liked in, in Nottingham. I mean, he's really the only MMA figure that they have in the city. So there's always been like the big, you know, Paul Daly hype, uh, you know, in the Nottingham area. And you know, for for this for this area, I'd, I'd say is a it's a pretty big fight. You you and Paul, uh, you know in july but it's not happening in nottingham it's happening in london so i guess you can kind of call that uh, any of that kind of external circumstances um but you know what, what i do want to ask you is you know just just to touch on it again the the decision to step away uh after this fight did the the, the preparation for the the massacre fight bellator 138 was was that really the final kind of decision process where you think you know maybe i i only really want to do this big thing one more time yeah, uh, it was a lot of it actually. Um, you know, I, I was I was struggling hard after I got injured. You know, with with the whole concept of, you know, I was doing some wrestling training. Uh, you know, just getting prepped for the fight. Training was going absolutely insane. I was in great shape, um, and you know, just it just uh, injuries happen. You know, and and I got two bulge discs in my neck, and uh, literally I couldn't do anything for like 
almost a month, like not get out of bed type of thing. And, you know, I, I was contemplating surgery and then I figured, you know, Hey, if I can figure out alternatives, alternatives to uh, the surgery, then I could, uh, you know, possibly get back and still fight. Um, you know, so I did everything I possibly could, yeah. uh, as far as doctors, seeing the best doctors that I possibly could. Um, you know, and I got, ended up getting, uh, um, uh, some injections in the neck, um, and then those didn't help. And then I, they went in and did some more injections and, and they kind of helped relieve the pain. Um, so, you know, I mean, I was taking pain pills that, that didn't even affect me. I was like eating candy there for a while, <laughs> for a couple of days, you know, I mean, um, it was just, they didn't even, they didn't work. So, uh, bulging discs is, uh, you know, are a different type of pain. And, uh, you know, I, I, I would have loved to have fought in front of my hometown of Fresno and, uh, but, uh, you know, things happen. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, it happened for a better cause and a better uh, a better reason for me to get to beat Paul Daly up in, in his own uh, home country. On Paul Daly, we, we will move on from him uh, very swiftly because I know he's probably a pain in your ass. But <laughs> a, quick quest- a quick question on him. Uh, obviously, he I've heard him say a lot in the past how talking about his disdain for you and if he ever runs into you, uh, he'll do whatever, slap you in the face or so-and-so. Have you ever actually encountered each other sort of at non-official events? And if so, has anything gone down? Any sort of funny stories between the two of you in that time since the first fight? Mm. No, since, I mean, we've, we've been in the same room, um, same area passing, but uh, there's never been any close encounters yet. Uh, you know, but I'm sure 100% at the press conference, there's going to be some good, some <laughs> good jibbing and, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's real simple. If he puts his hands on me. I'm gonna. I'm. I gonna beat his ass. So, you know, I don't. I don't play for that shit. So, it, it'll. It'll. It'll go down right there at the press conference if if, if he touches me. So. Okay. We 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 see now the Bellator doing these these events outside the United States. Um, Italy is gonna be this month, and you know we've got this in July in London. I mean, is this kind of showing now? Was that Bellator really kind of taking this, you know, the game serious. We've seen what they've been able to do in the States with, you know, with Kimbo, with Ken, uh, and bringing guys like yourself over from the UFC and really staking an intent. Is this more worldwide takeover now for Bellator? Well, you're going to see, you're going to see a lot of fighters coming from, you know, the other organization to Bellator. Um, you know, it's, it's just going to happen. You know, if these fighters are smart, they're going to fight their contracts out and negotiate. You know, it's the only way that these, the fighters are going to get to the, get the value that they're actually worth, you know, or at least have a chance to, you know, get a pay increase. So, you know, Scott Coker and, and Spike TV and Bellator, they are, uh, you know, they're thriving. You know, I mean, they had the, the Kimbo and, or the, uh, Kimbo slice fight and that Shamrock fight did like 3 million views or something like yeah. that on free TV, which is huge. Um, you know, so, um, the UFC only wishes they could do ratings like that. So, um, you know, I think that, uh, it's, it's huge what Scott Coker's doing. Uh, he's bringing, you know, new excitement to the sport. Um, they may not be the greatest fights, but, you know, everybody wanted to see, tune in and see, you know, what, what was going to happen, you know, live, live back the history of, of the sport. And, you know, that's the cool thing about Bellator and Scott Coker is they're willing to take chances and they're willing to, you know, put their, uh, put, put things on the line to get eyeballs and, you know, get big ratings and, and put on exciting fights. You know, that was an exciting event. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's going to take Bellator to the next level. Do you think Bellator can catch up with the UFC completely? Um, well, at some point, it's just a matter of who has the best fighters and who can build. 
you know, the difference in uh, in Bellator, I think, in the UFC is, you know, the UFC only builds a couple of stars. You know, Bellator is trying to build all their stars. You know, they're putting they're putting money into all their guys. And you know, the more stars you have, uh, you know, the more uh, the more eyeballs, the more people are going to come and want to watch those stars. You know, so um, I, I think that uh, you know it's 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 coming. Uh, there's going to be more fighters fighting out their fights, like Ben yeah. Henderson, um, Roy McDonald's fighting out his fight because he wants he knows he knows that there's you know, opportunity here, you know, and all the fighters should fight their fights out because it's the only leverage the fighters have. There are no, there are no legislations. There are no, you know, unions for the fighters that protect the fighters. Um, you know, it's like, take it or leave it. You know, my whole career is like, Oh, this is the offer. Take it or leave it. You know? Um, so it's, it's time that, you know, the fighters come together, uh, fight their fights out if they have to, um, and, you know, negotiate. That's, that's what's going to make the sport get better. That's what's going to make, you know, more revenue and more money. I mean, these fighters, I mean, for example, I, I've been fighting since 2004. Yeah. Um, you know, 2000 and, you know, somewhere around in that range. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, I had to do my own retirement because there was no retirement for, for the fighters, you know, so I've invested, I've started companies, um, you know, so there is no retirement. So it's, it's, borderline you know these fighters we've got to make as much as we want and, and at the end of the day too is you got to think i'm going to be like borderline crippled another five, five or ten years if i continue to fight you know so um you know with that being said it's 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 a grind on you you know this is a very tough sport and people only see you know that uh the the ones that are the wealthiest are the ones that uh, own the organization and it should be the fighters that uh, are, are right there with them and sharing and profit shares so, um, you know, that's just my opinion. I, I look at it from a business perspective yeah. because that's uh, that's my mentality. <laughs> and, you know, in the UFC, Conor McGregor just made the first disclosed million-dollar purse uh, at, at UFC 196. Um, expected to make a lot more than that as well from, from all his revenue in that fight. You know, when, when we talk about things like free agency and when we talk about, you know, big money fights for just a couple guys and, and people looking elsewhere to try and make a living because, you know, at the end of the day, as you say, you can't do this forever, you know. It takes a toll on your body. What 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 is the state of MMA at the minute? You know, we have these Bellator cards drawing three million. You've got Conor McGregor making a million dollar purse. Are we in a good place right now for MMA? Um. Well, I, I think it would be better if there was a fighter union um, or the Muhammad Ali Act was involved in the sport uh, to protect the fighters a little more. Um, you know, it's. Uh, you know, there there needs to be 401ks for all the fighters. I think that's that's a big thing. You know, even if we have to pay into it, um, so that there's longevity after the fighting. You know, if you look at the majority of, you know, if you play so many years in the NFL, um, you know, there are there there are things that you're getting rewarded after. You know, because you dedicate your life. It's not like you know, hey, uh, I you know making enough money. A lot of these fighters don't make enough money to even you know even get through training camp. You know. Um, so it's it's there's a lot of struggling fighters out there, and I feel I feel for them, um, you know, because it's 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 a tough industry, it's a tough game, and if they want to have uh, the sport to grow and get to the next level, they got to up the pace, you know, the pace on all the fighters, so that young kids can go out there and continue and afford to live and train and fight and and, uh, and get better. So um, you know, it's 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 a struggle to get there and uh, I get it, you know, not everybody's going to make it, but the ones that do make it, uh, you know, they should be, they should be compensated. Um, you know, I think that that's a big, big thing for this sport is we got to start uh, getting together as the fighters and the fighters need to, uh, you know, be, be compensated, you know, cause they are the, what makes the sport go around, 
You know, you could put a cage up. You could put a cage up anywhere, and if you have all the fighters there, people will show up. If you put no fighters there and you put a cage up and you put just the UFC or Bellator there, there is no fighters. There is no fans. You know, so, yeah. um, you know, it's it's the fighters. The fighters are the ones that make the wheel go round. Yes, the, the promotions, they obviously do a great job in promoting and helping the fighters. It, it's But it needs to be a more joint business. So as a, as a veteran of the sport and someone that so many young fighters look up to, and you've obviously been through the struggle, you know exactly what everyone's going through. And you're speaking now quite candidly about the difficulty of being a mixed martial artist. Would you ever consider uh, acting as some sort of pioneer in terms of um, uh, uh, the, like the, the Ali Act or a, or a fighters' union or something like that, would you ever get directly involved with that? Uh, I would. Yeah, I, I would. But, uh, you know, with my other businesses, I'm so busy. Um, you know, I literally am, you know, I, I, I sleep about five hours a night, you know. So, um, you know, so <laughs> I, I'm working... Yeah. 10 12 hours you know i go i I work up wake up in the morning i go i I go to my office i do do work working on things and then you know go train come back get lunch you know work and then you know maybe possibly take take a rest uh go train again and then come back and work until you know one two in the morning so um you know i'm putting you know 12 13 hour days in sometimes so uh for me Adding something else to me, uh, it would have to be after I'm done competing and done fighting. You know, it would be to add yeah, add that perspective to me. But as of right now, man, I'm 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 really busy. But uh, you know, it's good to be busy. Uh, it's good to be have that energy and have that uh, drive and work ethic to you know succeed. Because um, I know that uh, at the end of the day, if you know I want to be successful at something, it's the same thing as fighting. So I want to be successful in business. I got I got to put the work in. You know, to bring this full circle, Josh. You know, we talk about these things and, you know, we, we talk about this, you know, having a lasting impact. Well, we had the British invasion. We had the Brits go over to the United States and do very well. And uh, it's being dubbed the Yankee invasion. We're having, uh, you know, the Americans come over to the UK now. And as you say, you, you're going to come get your victory, beat Paul Daly and, and, and you know, finish on a high note for you. Well, what are you expecting out of the, the, the London event and the hype around the show? Uh, do do you feel that the the London fans will really take to the show and and the UK fans as well? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, it's 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 been a good while since uh, they've had a good card come over there, and uh, you know, Bellator's bringing it. So um, I'm coming back there again. I've been to London a couple times, and uh, you know, it's it's going to be a pleasure to come back. Um, but it's going to be a pleasure to leave with my hand raised. Do you mean it's going to be a pleasure, really? Do I think it will be a pleasure? Absolutely not. I'm so miserable <laughs> that I got to fly. I'm, 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 I just, I actually just, I try to fool myself on that one. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so pissed off. I'm so pissed <laughs> off that I got to get on a plane and fly 11 hours from California yeah. to London. Um, you know, I'm pissed off that I got to be over there. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm not happy about coming over to that place. And, you know, quite frankly, uh, he should have to come to, to the United States and fight me um, because I'm the one that whipped his ass the first time. But, you know what? Uh, I like Scott Coker. Um, he asked me to do it. So, um, you know, I'm going to do it for him and, and Bellator. Uh, you know, that's the only the only other reason. Um, and then uh, the, the the main reason would be that uh, I dislike Paul Daly so much that I'm going to beat his ass in his own home, home country. And, uh, you know, he'll have a nice little short little drive up to Nottingham crying. <laughs> and you'll be on the first plane and back. <laughs> you know, 
the the pub is it is it done the the bad blood after this fight yeah, you know completely do you, do you expect it to be finished no more talk between both you guys no more you know paul obviously has been very big on on social media asking for the fight but after this win lose for for whoever it, do you think it's done um yeah we'll see you know um yeah, right now i don't uh don't even think about that crap um you know, I don't have time to think about it. So I, I, I got a, I got a lot of work to do. You know, taking five months off. Um, you know, and three months, three and a half months uh, of training for uh, for this fight. You know, I'm gonna have to put every day in. Um, hustle, hustle, hustle. You know, <laughs> and um, just uh, get ready to get ready to fight and be in the best shape that I can. And, you know, have every aspect of my game on point. And uh, you know, come come time for a fight, um, regardless of how my training went. Uh, I'm going to show up there. I'm going to fight my ass off, and uh, you know I'm going to I'm going to put Paul Daly in positions that he hasn't been in in a long time. <laughs> I mean, uh, just just in closing now, man. Um, you know the show, the the Big Bellator show. It's going to be part of a big weekend of MMA in London, uh, Semi Combat and Strength Show, which is probably one of the biggest expos in the world for for MMA. It's taking place in London at the O2 over the course of the weekend. Bellator's going to be the centerpiece. Uh, Josh Koscheck's going to be the centerpiece. Is that something cool for you, getting to come over, not only for a big event, the first Bellator event, but to be on, it's an international expo for all of MMA fans around the world as well, which is really going to bring in the publicity for everybody. Yeah, it's going to be great for Bellator. Um, you know, it's going to be great for, you know, mixed martial arts in the UK. You know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a, it's a huge sport now. Um, you know, as I started out, you know, on the Ultimate Fighter One when it was, you know, backyard brawls, you know, and now, yeah. you know, we're selling out big arenas across the, uh, across the globe. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a, this is going to be a huge event for, for not only Bellator, but the UK fans. Um, you know, they're going to get to see some good fights. Uh, they're going to get to see a fight between Josh Koscheck and Paul Daly. That's been a grudge match for a long time. Um, you know, I, I got, I, I kicked his ass. And got him kicked out of the UFC, and now it's time to kick his ass and get him booted from Bellator. <laughs> well, uh, Josh, I, I really do want to say thank you for taking your time to join us on this show. I know you're not the fondest of the UK, but I do want to ask. It feels like there is a good story there when you mentioned not liking the British food at the beginning. Is Have you had some real bad encounters with British food? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of the food over there. Um, you know, I'm gonna have to talk to the queen when I come over, you know, and, uh, you know, kind of see what, uh, what, what kind of food she's eating up over in there. So, um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, listen, I, I love the culture of, of, of the UK. Um, you know, uh, London, London is, a, is, a, is quite frankly one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Uh, the food sucks, um, you know, but, uh, at the end of the day, uh, I'm coming over there to do a job. Uh, my job's gonna be to, uh, beat up Paul Daly, a guy who's been fighting, you know, uh, C-level uh, opponents for the, la the last couple of years, and uh, you know he's going to get a chance to to fight somebody that's a little better than that. So, um, you know, I'm I'm pumped on this opportunity that Scott Coker's presented, and Bellator is here uh, to stay. And uh, you know, Bellator Nation, you know, it's it, it's time we're going to rise up, and uh, we're going to uh, you know take this game over. Well, Josh, um, from, from me and Barney and the rest of the MMA Plus listeners, um, we, we do hope when you come over, you do you do have a fond experience in the UK. We, we are excited to have you over, man. It's a big fight. It's a big show. The Semi Combat and Strength, the Bellator show, and, of course, Paul Daly 
versus Josh Koscheck to the Grudge match. We're finally going to get to see that. So uh, a big thank you for, for joining us on today's show. And we'll see you at, at the press conference in April and we'll see you in July as well. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate your time. This is UFC middleweight Luke Barnett, The Big Slow, and you are listening to the MMA Plus podcast. Okay, so we're back now on the MMA Plus podcast, and I, I kind of left him hanging there, but we're going to finally bring him into the room, and that's Roberto Reed. Just really to have a, a, a real quick chat, obviously, about what we heard there from Josh, and this is potentially his last fight. Do you think that adds any pressure to him, going up against Paul in Paul's backyard? I'm in two minds about it, you know. Part of me thinks... He can just go hell for leather and not care. This is his last fight, you know. Or maybe it gives him the added incentive that he wants to go out with a bang, you know, and go to uh, to new up against uh, Paul Daly, you know, which would really ruin Paul Daly's plans of getting revenge, yeah. as as well as you know, a derailing his title ambitions for the time being at least. But on the flip side, a part of me thinks that maybe he just that's just it for him. Maybe he just hasn't got it mentally, and maybe. No disrespect to Josh because he's a warrior, you know. He 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 was part of one of the shows that helped pioneer modern day mixed martial arts and bring it to the forefront of media attention with uh, the Ultimate Fighter. But part of me thinks maybe he just he's just collecting a check again. No disrespect to Josh, but maybe he's just getting that big that last big payday before he walks off into the sunset, so to speak, you know, and. Uh, puts an end to what has been, I don't care what anyone says, has been a great career for him. Yes, he's been on the side of recent, but, you know, at least two uh, welterweight title shots uh, he's experienced in his career. He definitely was one of the best welterweights we've seen during the modern, modern era of MMA, and, you know, I think he should be praised for that. But, again, I'm in two minds about how, you know, he adjusts his mindset when it approaches this fight. You know, it would be interesting to see how this fight pans out, you know. Yeah, without question, it's definitely going to be an interesting one, I think. As you say, he's coming off the losses, but you can't forget what he's done in his career. Uh, and Paul's been on a tremendous win streak as well. So, I mean, as you say, well, July 16th, it goes down, and, you know, bad blood will finally be settled, and the narrative will end once and for all after five years uh, as well. So, um, before we go into our exclusive interview with Fighters Inc.'s Joe Long, Let's just quickly discuss the real main event of the evening, um, which is actually billed at the top of the card, and that, of course, is Kimbo Slice coming to the UK to fight James Thompson. Uh, both these men fought eight years ago in Elite XC. Uh, if you guys head over to our YouTube channel, um, to mine and Barney's DMB review of Bellator 158 press conference day, uh, you can see a perfect example of what I did re-expressing the face that James did after that fight was ended prematurely, in, in, you know, in his, in his opinion. Uh, so please go give that um, a watch. Very, very interesting as well. But it, it's a great fight. And I think, you know, as Barney did express as well in, in the review show, absolutely the right call to have as a main event with, with Kimbo Slice being a absolute huge draw outside of just the realms of, of MMA. So, Rob, I just want to ask you, right call as a main event? It's a no-brainer, really, you know. A lot of MMA purists will think, come on, uh, Koscheck Daily, the rematch, should be uh, uh, the the main event. And, you know, maybe they're right. But in terms of crossing over, you know, I think this is the right match to put as the main event. Kimbo Slice was a YouTube phenomenon. In the early days of YouTube, he was the one of the biggest draws, if not the biggest draws. He outdrew, in fact... Yeah. Uh, 
a lot of the legends of the sport. Seven million people watched that Elite XC fight, the biggest ever audience in MMA history. So. Exactly. So, you know, he was the biggest draw in MMA for a long time, you know, due to his presence on YouTube as, as a street fighting legend. And I just think it's a no-brainer, you know. I, I just think this card in general really excites me. Those two fights really excite me. Even if you don't think Kimbo's the greatest mixed martial artist there is, I just think there's two rematches there that, you know, as a debut for a debut for Bellator in the UK, I think they've hit the nail on the head with this. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited, as you can probably tell. <laughs> no, without without question there. And don't, don't forget, we also have Michael Van and Page and Linton Vassell's fight still to be announced. And uh, we will have those guys on the MMA Plus podcast before the show. Don't forget, Michael Van and Page faces Jeremy Holloway. Bellator this weekend, uh, a card headlined by Benson Henderson's debut against Andre Kozhikov for that welterweight championship. So people probably want to keep an eye on that card as well uh, with MVP uh, on a premier spot right there. So, right, guys, we're going to go to our interview with Joe Long, uh, who is, of course, uh, the man behind Fighters Inc. and the man behind the Senai Combat and Strength Show. Hope you do enjoy, and don't forget, join us right after the break for more mixed martial arts action. See you in a sec. Hi, my name's Dangerous David Grant, and you're listening to the MMA Plus Podcast. MMA Plus Podcast, back here now on the airwaves you know we promised you a jam-packed show and we're delivering and we're going from uh, strength to strength now in fact with fighters inc's very own joe long seni combat and strength is happening the same weekend as bellator mma in london absolutely huge affair it's going to be uh, in the uk in london england as well and you know we just want to talk to you a little bit about how everything's coming along because as we saw in those nice little magazines that have been handed out uh, around that Fedor Emelianenko, Royce Gracie, a lot more guys are going to be here and it's going to be a big, big spectacle. Yeah, it's, uh, we're buzzed, you know, we've been waiting a long time to, for this day to come about so we can, can announce our big Saturday evening uh, arena show with Bellator. Uh, we've been working for the past 12 months really to make this happen, joining the dots uh, with Bellator, uh, with a tech promotion to the UK promoters of that show, uh, to align it with our show and uh, make a lot happen over that weekend. You say 12 months. I mean, you know, we, we've we kind of had inclinations that this show was coming and, you know, that they wanted to do London. How, how tough were the negotiations over the last 12 months? Because I know it's not just Bellator having to deal with, with Spike and Channel 5. It's, you know, having to deal with the arena, the O2, and making sure everything fell into place. Where, where, where did you and Fighters Inc. really come into making this a reality? Uh, from the conception of it, to be honest with you. Uh, going back... Uh, I think I spoke to, to Rob from MMA Plus before on it. You know, the last Seni show, we, we intended to have glory in the main arena of, of O2, and it never happened, uh, funnily enough, because uh, Spike uh, pulled the plug on that show because it clashed with another show on that weekend. Uh, two years later, we've managed to pull it off with Bellator. So uh, uh, conceptually, that's, that was our idea two years ago. To, to do an arena show with glory it didn't happen uh, but we've managed to make this happen with Bellator uh, the booking of the O2 arena uh, Paul Alderson who's my business partner you know has been working very hard and, and negotiating to make that happen uh, and we've managed to make all the stars align and bring everyone together at the same time and boom we're here and uh, rightly so because it appears you're a man of your word, you know. As you said uh, previously, uh, we had a conversation over a year ago now, and you told us, and you spoke about your frustrations at 
you know, having to pull the plug on the Glory Show, you know. Uh, but you also said that moving forward, you intend on trying to have a tempo combat sport, a sports events, whether it be kickboxing, MMA, or a fusion show, kind of almost headline uh, the Seni Combat and Strength Show yeah. moving forward. Yeah. How much of a relief and how proud do you feel to actually have pulled it off? Because, you know, you, you, you spoke about it, you know, but you've actually made it. It's happening now. So how proud do you feel? <laughs> it's happening. We, we, you know, we're, we're buzzing. You know, we, you know we're, pl- we're proud that we've got to this point. And uh, for us, it's the cherry on the cake for, for the Seni show. Uh, you know, there's not many organisations or brands you can really go with now. You know, if you look at all the brands out there, there's not many what you could say, we'll do this and we'll do it in the O2 arena and everyone will be happy that that's happening. You know, Bellator's not been here before. It's uh, their first event here. And with the lineup which they've got, you know, uh, you know I, I think people should be, uh, should be very happy. You know, because it's, it's been held in one of Europe's biggest arena. I think only uh, there's maybe one other, maybe possibly bigger than the old two. But the whole experience that fans are about to, 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 to be treated to is something that I don't think's ever been done, you know. The old two literally is going to be taken over with a martial arts uh, exhibition that uh, you know that no one's ever experienced, and you're going to have a number of events across the weekend, another a number of big martial arts events, whether it be competitions, etc., etc., yeah. headlined by this Bellator card and also uh, the Combat and Strength Show. Um, how you know? You know, you spoke about you've had a few difficulties pulling this, etc., etc., but. You know, what are you looking most looking forward to to seeing go down during that weekend? If you can think of anything in particular, probably uh, a brandy and coke after the Ronin show <laughs> on the Sunday night. <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to going down, Rob. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, what am I I'm most looking forward to? It's hard to say. I, I can't honestly say that. You know, the highlight of my weekend is going to be. You know the Kimbo James Thompson fight, or or the the Paul Kozchek fight. You know it's the whole weekend, and it's going to be an amalgamation of so many different things. What are happening that weekend? You know, uh, from the Friday night we start with a white collar boxing show, and then actual the, the combat and strength show starts Saturday morning, uh, and ends Sunday evening. As I say, with the Ronin show. Uh, what I'm really looking forward to, I'm actually really looking forward to having Fedor over here. You know, that, that's, that's for me personally, that's, that's one of the highlights for me uh, that weekend. I'm really looking forward to see how, it, how the, the fans sort of interact with him. Uh, to have Hoist back to the show, you know, he's lovely. Hoist has been and supported Senny for many years and, and he's a great guy and obviously a godfather within, within the sport. Uh, so I, I think for me, I, I'm personally, I, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing Fedor at the show and walk around the show. You know, do you think you're going to have a ch- chance to actually soak it in and enjoy what you you're about to accomplish, or do you think it's going to be in the days and the weeks following the event that you're going to actually have a time to take stock and think you've actually done it? Yeah, yeah no, I, I'll enjoy the weekend. I mean, because the thing is, come to the weekend. You, you, all your hard work's done, or should be done, you know, unless you're a bad promoter. So, you know, come, come, come that weekend, you should actually be enjoying what you're doing. You know, a lot of people, you know, it relates to, to fighters. You know, a lot of fighters, 
come fight night, they don't enjoy it. They don't enjoy, you know, going to the arena. They don't enjoy their warm-up. They don't enjoy the fight. They just do it to, to get to get pay, paid or whatnot. The ones what I found working in, in this industry for quite a while, the ones what do very well are the fighters what enjoy it on the night because they know that they've done all the hard work for the last three, four months. They've put in the work and they go and enjoy the fight, you know. And that's the same uh, analogy with us as a promoter. So uh, really... Uh, no, I'll be soaking it up and, in, and enjoying it, and uh, that's been my mindset for, for the past few cine shows and the, la the last few years. Maybe back in the day, you know, it's all a bit of a whirlwind, and then, uh, you know, you come out the other end and you go, oh, this happened, that happened. But then again, you know, I was a lot younger then, you know, and I, I've matured a bit, so that, that's when, you know, we, we, you know, we do the cine show and have a few drunken nights after as well, yeah, so, yeah. you know, it <laughs> don't happen as much now. Yeah, really, really. <laughs> Right, Joe, in terms, and uh, Rob mentioned earlier, this whole event, this whole weekend is going to take over the O2. Uh, what do you think this says for the growth of the sport, that we can do this now? We can actually be at the O2 multiple days and with a headlining MMA event. Well, I think that the proof in the pudding there is that, you know, that the sport can be at the O2. You know, the proof's in the pudding with UFC, you know. Uh, I don't know when this podcast is going out. Tickets go on sale. Uh, this Friday for Bellator, there's uh, it'd be interesting how they sell initially. Uh, there's also a joint ticket uh, which gets you into the combat and strength show and Bellator, uh, and there's a joint fan ticket. So there's a Bellator experience ticket uh, which gets you to actually sit down and meet some of them individuals. So you, you, you know, with that ticket, you'll get to, to sit down and meet with Scott, Scott Coker, Fedor. Hoist and uh, possibly uh, another name. Another name, I think Scott may have divulged one of the other yeah, names maybe, earlier. Maybe, 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 <laughs> <laughs> maybe, 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 Randy. maybe, Randy. Some big names out there. <laughs> maybe both. <laughs> um, you know, in closing, because you know, it's an absolutely fantastic event, and it sounds like it's going to be a genuine experience for whoever wants to go there and really soak in MMA and combat sports at its finest. For sure. For you, as as a promoter and as you know, someone looking at this from the outside, if we kind of look across the pond and we look at UFC International Fight Week, yeah. that's always been what everyone talks about in terms of the gold standard as a fan experience orientated week of non-stop action can um, can Seni Combat and Strength do exactly that and deliver that for a different fan base over here in the UK well let, let's have it right UFC uh, Fight Week or you know UFC Expo what it, it used to be called that come after Seni we, we, we're, we're the original guys who've done this stuff uh, the first show was in 1999 and at the height of what we've done has been bigger than the UFC Expos. You know, when they come to London, you know, Senny shadowed what they done or tried to do in London. So we're the original show of that. So, so, you know, they're following what we're doing. You know, this isn't nothing new for us. It's just, you know, nice that we've aligned with, a, you know, an international uh, arena show on a Saturday night. You know, it would have been nice if it was UFC. Maybe if the UFC London office opened up their eyes, they would have said, oh, we, we do that. But then again, do they need to? Because they sold out the last show in, in so many seconds. We understand that. It's business. Uh, but, you know, we're here. We're with Bellator. 
and we're doing what we've been doing for a long while and uh, I think Bellator London is just like the, uh, the cherry on the cake. I definitely agree with that sentiment there is uh, the cherry on the cake on an absolute fantastic weekend of, of mixed martial arts. Before we go Joe just want to you know ask you to give out some details where can you know fans who want to attend this event where can they get tickets and you know where, where do they have to show up? Sure uh, if you go to combatandstrength.com uh, you can hit us up on social media as well uh, at Fighters Inc on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Facebook at Fighters Inc Live. Uh, our social media is not our strongest point, but we do make stuff happen. But uh, yep, combatandstrength.com is where you can go. Uh, tickets are also available. Various tickets. There, there's going to be different breakdowns now. Now we've announced today, there's actually going to be different ticket breakdowns coming out in the next couple of days. As I say, there's y your ticket for the Combat and Strength show and Seni show. There's your, your, your single ticket for Bellator. And there's also a joint ticket, which gets you into into uh, both yeah. uh, and the fan experience also. So, uh, yeah, th there's going to be different breakdowns. There is a possibility, because uh, stuff's gone a bit crazy the last sort of 48 hours, that there may be a morning session and an afternoon session for Seni, uh, rather than just all one ticket gets you there all day. Uh, but that we'll reveal late, that later this week. Uh, but yeah, combatandstrength.com and AXS are our, our main ticket supplier. I think Ticketmaster will also be on sale. So we're looking for that phone to start ringing yeah. quite soon. Well, Bellator tickets on sale Friday, 9am, as you said. You know, Combat yep. Strength tickets on sale as well. Yep. There's going to be lots of various different tickets for, yep. for fans. You, you can actually get your, your ticket now, if, if you want to jump, jump the queue. You can actually get your tickets now from combatandstrength.com. Okay. Two, two, two Senny. Two Senny, of course. But as we know, there will be ticket various ticket breakdowns yeah, coming yeah, out in, yeah. in, in the coming you, days. If you get them now, you're, I think you'll be ahead of the game. Oh, that's nice. If, if I was a, a fan there, yeah. I'd be jumping on that, especially with Fedor Emelianenko coming over, the legend of, of mixed martial arts. But Joe, genuinely, it's been a, a great pleasure to talk to you and to really hear your story about how this all came about, a two-year story, really. Yeah. And, you know, we, we get to see not only a fantastic, you know, Senny, combat and strength show with a lot of very good guests not just from mixed martial arts as well from all different kind of walks of life in in the combat sport yeah sure. you know scenario but that that cherry on the top bellator yeah. mma london cherry on the top and also i've got to say as well i'm really looking forward to uh scott scott coker's uh, a big bruce lee fan and uh talking over you know since we've been, we've been talking about mm. the show and that he's actually going to be doing uh bringing his own private collection of Bruce Lee uh, memorabilia, which he has, to the show and doing some uh, doing a talk on the Sunday around you know his views on Bruce Lee, which I, I find well, quite fascinating yeah. uh, because we've also got some uh, you know a lot of uh, Bruce Lee content going on that weekend. So I'm look, looking forward to that and uh, and sort of having a good time with Scott around that also. That might be an exclusive as well that Scott Coke is a Bruce Lee fan. <laughs> Hearing it on the MMA Plus podcast. Yeah, yeah, no, big Bruce Lee fan. <laughs> big Bruce Lee yeah, fan. Yeah. Um, but as I say, Joe, really do appreciate your time. And as you say, you know, July 14th to the 17th, if I'm correct? Yeah, 15th. 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 There we go, yeah, July so, 15th. So the weekend is the 16th and 17th of July. Yeah. So on, the, on the Friday night, we've got a, a big white collar boxing yeah. show in the Brooklyn Bowl. But the main, the main event is 16th, 17th of July, that weekend. Well, guys, as Joe said, you know where to get your tickets if you want to attend that. And as I say, it's going to be a big weekend, not just for, for Bellator and MMA, but you know, for the UK in general. So make sure you guys check that out. That's enough 
from us now. You can join me and Barney right after the break for the final wrap-up on this week's MMA Plus podcast. See you in a sec. Hi, this is Carl Penderton, and you're listening to the MMA Plus podcast. Okay, fantastic interview there with the man Joe Long. And you know what? I I was really happy with how honest he he really did come across. I didn't know whether to expect. You know how we have seen in the past some... People don't like to be too open about how things come along, but Joe took us all the way two years you know, back and told us the story with Glory and then how this really did come ahead with Bellator, which was absolutely fantastic. And as you could hear at the end when he was talking about the UFC International Fight Week, that, you know, Senny, in his opinion, does it, does it much better and has been doing it consistently for a longer amount of time. Um, so, Rob, before we go over to our, our stuff with the man, Scott Coker, just want to ask real quick... What do you think it is about the the biannual semi combat and strength show that makes it such a must see attraction for people in the UK, whether they're mixed martial arts fans or not? You know, I just think across the board. You know, uh, the guys at Seni have been doing a great job since nineteen ninety seven, I believe, to promote the sport of mixed martial arts and uh, and and martial arts in general. You know, they added the added element of the fitness side of things now as well. And I just think it's a must-see attraction for any MMA purists, any martial arts purists, or any fitness fanatics. You know, you, this show is gonna typify the years of hard work that these guys have put in to 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 push this event. And I think, you know, we were blessed to have the heads up about this for a while. And if this is just gonna, you know, this is. This is the the the, the this reestablishment as the brand that it was a super brand a few years back, you know, due to the difficult times we face in the economic climate, it had to kind of taper back. But now this year it's back with a bang, you know. The last show, uh, you know, we were privileged to kind of have the inside scoop that they were trying to get glory, uh, a glory show as their tempo event that didn't quite work out, but they've reset, they've reestablished. And they have actually came. They've 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 topped that, in my opinion, with what what we're about to witness in July. It's it's, it's a beautiful thing, and I think, regardless of what sport you love, whether it's MMA, kickboxing, whatever, you're gonna find something for you there at the Combat and Strength Show and Seni in July. No, I think you you absolutely hit the nail on the head there. Uh, so that was our exclusive chat with Joe Long. Right after the break, don't go anywhere because we've got the man. The Bellator MMA president, Scott Coker, to talk about, you know, Bellator making their debut in London and a few other nice little features as well. So we'll see you in a sec. Hi, I'm Brad Scott. I'm a UFC middleweight and uh, you're listening to MMA Plus podcast. Hi, Scott. Thank you for joining us at MMA Plus and being here today. Uh, Firstly, London. You're in the city. How does it feel? Uh, It's a beautiful city. Uh, You know, we love being here and uh, this is my third time this year and, you know, had a look. Went to Buckingham Palace, you know, I did all the touristy things, went to Windsor Castle. It's just amazing. I mean, you know, that's the one thing in the United States, we don't have that kind of history. You know, like the town I live in is 120 years old, right? So uh, it's quite amazing. You know, it's uh, nice people, great food. I I disagree with Kasha. I think there's great food here. Uh, But, uh, you know, we have great business relationships. But, you know, it's been been a lot of fun. And in terms of the city... uh why did you choose to come here and bring such a massive card? You could have come here and bought something smaller, maybe a smaller venue, just to warm sort of warm the crowds up. But you've come and pulled out this huge one. Can you explain that re- uh, the reasoning for that? You know what? Uh, last year we did the show British Invasion at the Morgan Sun. We had Liam fighting. We had 
uh, Paul fighting, we had uh, Linton fighting, MVP fought. And, and I, it was really the first time collectively I said, you know what, there's, there's so much talent over there. We've got to go over there and throw something big because these guys deserve it. And then, let's face it, with the relationship with uh, Viacom, they you know now own Channel 5 and Spike UK's here, Spike USA supporting it. Uh, we talked to the guys internally. They said, look, let's go for it. Let's go over there and throw a big card. And, you know, why not make it as big as possible? So we booked the O2, and, and here we go. I want to ask you, of course, um, we had the man MVP here. He's fighting this Friday as well. You know, for him, depending on how that fight goes, do you guys have a, a few different opponents lined up potentially, or do you know, you know right now who MVP is going to be fighting on July 16th? You know, there's not an opponent that we have that uh, is signed and have a bouchy, but you know, there's a couple guys that I have in mind. I mean, you know, Fernando Gonzalez is a guy that I think could be a good opponent. Um, and, but there's a couple others too. So we'll see how he does on Friday, and then we'll decide from there. I, I want to ask about the step up in competition for him because it's been a, an admired and slow build for Michael Venom Page over in the United States of America. Was that always a plan with, with someone of the caliber of Michael Venom Page, or is that just how it's panned out? I mean, you know, Michael's the kind of kid that will fight anybody. He never said to me, I don't want to fight that guy. He'll, they'll fight anybody. So to me, we put some guys that we thought would be a tough test for him, but he's been knocking everybody out, you know. But like you said, you know, now it's time to step it up a little bit, and, uh, you know, I think the competition will get a little stiffer. But I'm confident, man. This guy is fast, super fast, charismatic, has explosion. I call him the Michael Jackson of MMA because he'll dan after he knocks you out, he'll dance on you, right? So, you know, to me, look, he's uh, on the right path. And, uh, you know, like I tell the fighters, you know what? You want to be a star in this business? You want to make a lot of money in this business? Just win. When can we expect uh, Mike Venom Page and Linton Vassell's opponents to be announced? Uh, I would say probably in the next couple of weeks. You know, we'll have something to announce, and uh, uh, and it'll be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. This is gonna be a well-rounded card, um, and I think that uh, the fans will really, really enjoy it. We'll, we'll bring Kimbo back here in a couple of weeks when he's healthy. You guys can interview him, grill him, say, "Where are you, Kimbo?" James Thompson called you out. <laughs> um, as well. It's kind of been part Bellator partnered with the Semi Combat and Strength Show uh, in London. You know, I see you guys for your fan experience of bringing over Hoist, who was fantastic today, and Fedor Emelianenko, the legend of mixed martial arts. Um, in terms of bringing them over, firstly, was you know how you know excited are you to be bringing them to the UK? Yeah, not only am I excited, they're excited too. Yeah. I mean, Hoist is here all the time, but uh, you know, Fedor wanted to come, and we're trying to bring you know either Tito or Randy or one of those guys too. And we put on an amazing fan fest, and we're going to do it, you know, with Phil here. Um, and it'll be great for the fans. Come in, sign autographs, get to meet these guys. Uh, you know, and they're, they're, very, they're very, you know, they're fan-friendly. And we wanted to do this because how, how great, like when I grew up watching boxing, you know, as a kid, hey, come meet Sugar Ray Leonard, come meet Marvin Hagler, come meet Roberto Durant. I would have loved that. And so, you know, when I thought about the fan experience here, it just made a lot of sense. Hey, come, come sign autographs. Come touch and feel and shake hands and you know it'll be a great treat for the UK fans. In terms with the people you're bringing across, in terms of media, will there be any sort of uh, media obligations that those guys have to do? Is it all strictly sort of for the fans? Uh, no, they'll do some media surrounding the event. You know, they're here to help promote. Um, but um, you know, the fan fest, they'll be there doing their thing. And and like I said, how how often do you get to come in and, and say hello and be that close to them yeah. and shake your hands, take pictures? Uh, but they will have some media obligations. So you get to interview Fedor. I'll, I'll make sure you get to interview, uh, you know, 
voice and all the other guys. We'll hold you to that. Yeah, yeah we will actually. Uh, I think I can do a lot. Back on to the, this card we've got going. We spoke about a few of the British talent. Uh, Paul Daly. Uh, kind of a, it makes sense, obviously, commercially, the, the fight, because it's Kostchak. It's a rematch that's been years in the making. But in terms of his career journey, where does the where does if he wins, where will that place him? He's obviously on a really good streak at the yeah, moment. Yeah. He you you could argue that he was he'd be a fight or two away from a title shot. You don't think that this fight will do that, obviously. So where do you see this fight placing him? Well, I tried to fight with ben, Benson Henderson and Kreshkov is fighting has having this Friday. Let's see how Paul does, and then there's going to be a timing issue. Does all line up? But I'm telling you right now, if things go well for Paul, I don't see him, you know, not being in the title shot slot. I think that he could be there before the end of the year or beginning of next year. I mean, come on, this guy's already fought everybody. He's already done it all, right? I mean, he could uh, he could get a title shot, you know, even before this fight, and, and I would feel good about it because he's on such a you know tear right now. So uh, I, don't, I don't think that uh, you know we're going to hold him back or. You know, I think the title's important to him. We're going to give him a shot at some point. But, man, can you imagine Benson Henderson or Koreshkov fighting daily? That, that would be huge. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it here in London. You know? is, it, is this going to be a, a staple of the yearly calendar for Bellator? You know what? Um, I mean, I'd like to do multiple fights here a year, honestly. And they don't all have to be the big tentpole, but we could do some other smaller fights. Uh, and it just makes sense because if you look at uh, the great fighters that we have signed from here, and then you look at all the support from Channel 5, Spike UK, Spike USA, it's all one company, and Channel Five is all—you know—it's a hub for them. So, you know, they're doing business here. So, why not come here and promote? How important was that? Obviously, it was announced that Spike TV in the UK will have prelims, and then the main card will go live out on Channel Five, one of the biggest audiences yeah. in the UK. Was that one of the most pivotal points for Bellator negotiating the show? Uh, you know, it wasn't even like a negotiation. It was something that they wanted to do. Okay. You know, and right now it airs on Spike UK. Mm-hmm. Numbers have been growing. Every They told me today, every week our numbers are growing on Spike UK. Not every week, but every time we throw a fight. It, the numbers are growing, increasing. And, um, you know, they, they really uh, are enjoying the property. And when we do big fights like this, you know, we'll be on Channel 5. So we're excited. Got to ask quickly about Hoist. Uh, I spoke to him just then, and you saw what he said up there, never say never. In your mind, what, what have you got in mind for Hoist? Well, I'm not sure. Are you, are you busy in a couple months? Or? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> completely full calendar yeah you know what I, I totally understand but you know listen this guy has been an icon in the sport a legend in the sport fought everybody like I said he didn't ever pick his opponent he said go fight this guy all right I'll go fight him the family said go fight this guy all right I'll go fight him and that's a true martial artist there right true martial artist and uh, seeing him fight Ken to me was like a continuation of his martial arts journey right and uh, you know could you say he could do it again maybe there's nothing in the works, but you never know. Right, Roberto, great little chat there me and Barney had with, with the president of Bellator MMA, Scott Coker. Very open and honest um, about, you know, the importance of the UK market and the demographic over here of, you know, that may have been potentially neglected in the past. You know, as you say, the UFC didn't have a show for two years and they came back. Of course, that they still sold out. They still had a massive show. But it's a market that definitely does deserve more and more shows in a year, potentially more than one, as Scott said. Do you think that if, you know, July 16th goes down as planned, that Bellator could make UK really their secondary home? You know, I think they have a unique opportunity here, you know, without being too disrespectful to the UFC. I do think they've dropped the ball recently with some of the European events. Um, I think... With the fan experience they're planning, Bellator's planning, planning with in, in conjunction with the Combat and Strength Show, 
I think this is going to be akin to some of the bigger London and European events we're used to. I think we'll see things like open workouts, um, a lot of uh, fan and media commitments by the fighters will be fulfilled during this weekend. And I think it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful fan experience that it's not just going to be about the event itself, but it's going to be a lot of stuff surrounding the event. And I think it, it, it's going to give UK and European fans, because I believe this will be a European event, mm -hmm. a taste of some of the things they've missed. Some of the, some of the experience they may have yeah. had maybe three, four years ago that haven't had in more recent time. And I think it's going uh, it's gonna to raise the bar, reset the bar again. And, you know, I think the competition will have to reassess how they uh, promote their events and the fan experiences that they give to the, yeah. the MMA fans because I think the bar will be, a new bar will be set come the 16th, the weekend of the 16th of July. A spectacle. I think that's exactly what we can expect. Fireworks, live performances and a real, it's going to be a showcase. You know, they, they're going to want to make a splash with their first London show. You know, and honestly, I have to still give credit to the UFC. February was still a fantastic card with Anderson Silva and Michael Bisping at the top of the billing. Um, maybe could have been better, of course. You know, that's been stated, you know, several times. Uh, but, you know, the UFC have done very well in, in the British market over the past few years. Hopefully now get to see them more, two more shows expected for the UK and Europe uh, at the end of this year after Rotterdam as well. So we'll see how things pan out. But Bellator, July 16th, they're here to stay and they're taking over the O2 Arena. You guys can get your tickets Friday, 9am, I believe they go on sale. But for Bellator Nation members, there's a Thursday pre-sale going on as well. And as you heard earlier with Joe Long, make sure you stay tuned. There's going to be plenty of ticket news coming out about joint tickets for, for the Seni show and for the Bellator show as well. So that pretty much wraps up this week's Bellator-centred edition of the MMA Plus podcast. A big thank you for you guys for listening and, and continuing to support the show. Don't forget, head over to the YouTube channel right now. Plenty of videos there to keep you entertained for the next couple of hours as well. Uh, he's not here with us now, unfortunately. He had to shoot off, but Barney Kellaway did a fantastic shift today. As you heard his voice in, in numerous of those interviews there, and Roberto as well, really enjoyed that today uh, over at the Four Seasons Hotel for Bellator MMA. It's, it's been a good one. And as I say, MMA Plus podcast, we bring you the exclusive news. We bring you the best interviews in the world of MMA. So make sure you hit that subscribe button on SoundCloud and iTunes. And for us, that's a good night. We'll see you next time.